hey, you ready for 2020? But oh, I get it. It's a joke because like 2021 was so long. It doesn't feel like, you know. No, I finished the time machine. Oh, and we're going back to 2020. Well, December 2019. Better life, better working. Leave your mask here. We don't need it where we're going. Does it always make that sound? Yes. Look, I just think we could probably choose a better time to go to. Ah, damn it. We just landed at the end of the episode. You're right. There I am doing the ending. Yeah. Why aren't I doing the ending? Where am I? Kevin, the new year cometh. <laughs> no one will see it. They wouldn't know it if I didn't mention it. But there was a flash of a moment there where you're like, what the fuck do I do? I know, wizard. <laughs> Hello, wizard Jeremy. It is the uh, the year, another year on this spinning rock is coming to an end. On this rock hurtling through the nothingness of space <laughs> on the on uh niche's rock N- niche's rock niche i next niche's rock yeah thank you i ne- i every time i try to pronounce his name of that person uh a bit of panic goes through my head with being like there's too many z's and there's <laughs> consonants and the vowels and consonants in this name are too complex <laughs> it doesn't work it doesn't work uh but no, this year's coming to an end. It uh, is. Yeah. Well, so before we get to all of the, you know, what we're going to do this uh, episode, whatever our topic's going to be, I figure maybe, you know, just talk a little bit about uh, how the past year went, which is a loaded question, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, here's the thing. When I think about this last year, yeah. the number one thing that comes to my head was better than the year before. It was, okay, it was, and this is weird to say considering everything, I guess it was more stable it was better, geez, than the year before. It was better than the year before. Uh, yeah, I would just say because really when it comes down to it, this was the first full year of a pandemic. Yeah. But, like... We didn't have the spike of, oh, my God, a pandemic's coming. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, ev- we, everything had already changed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Every, we, we were just sort of carrying on the way things were. People already figured out what they needed to do, regardless or, of what their government was saying. Or d- decided not to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I reached the point, I'd say... Yeah, I, I'd say it was, like, September. Mm-hmm. I reached the point in September... Where I was like, okay, you know what? I need to stop stressing out over the horrible inadequacy of our provincial government. Yeah. Um, Because I know what I need to do. Yeah. What I need to do doesn't change, and people are going to do whatever they're going to do. I need to mask. I need to socially distance. I need to not be around giant crowds of people. Yeah. Yeah. And once, once I realized that, Kevin, my year got a whole lot better. 
That was only September, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'd say I said it was better than last year. I didn't say it was the best year. the The problem that like, I kept running into is that, like, in my mind, the the mindset of I just gotta do me, nothing I do will impact up. Like, I just gotta do me is actually very similar to the mindset of the people who are just flaunting everything and pretending there isn't a worldwide pandemic going on uh so let, i couldn't let, get my brain in let, that me, let me do an amendum to that and this might help you yeah it's not i just got to do me i just got to do what i do yeah right it's i'm just gonna focus on what i'm doing yeah rather than other stuff no i understand the the problem with uh a lot of those very vague inspirational yeah uh, things um and I, I always, whenever I think of this, I always think of the, uh, the Captain America quote <laughs> where it's like, if people tell you you're wrong, you plant yourself like a tree and you say, no, you move. Which is great when you got, like, Captain America morals. Yeah, when you have somebody who has fine moral but, upstanding. But, like, those, yeah. su- those super vague, you know, stand, you know, stand your ground, fight for your beliefs, do those things, is... So like non-committal yeah. in what to actually believe. It's true. It's just it's just like bold, high-spoken nonsense. Yeah. Because you know what? I think there's a lot of neo-Nazis who believe that exact thing. I would. You know what? I would agree, and I can see why they like it because I'm not worried about them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. But I can't like also because also it's it is a nice thing to hear. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's a nice thing when a good person who who in like a media you can be as demonstrably good. Yeah, says something like that, you're like, yeah. yeah. But if you hear the exact same phrase from like Hitler, here, let me give <laughs> let me give you two examples. All right, Tom Hanks. Like, goes on a talk show, yeah. and he's like, look, we all just got to take care of each other, show empathy and kindness. Yeah. Right? You're like, thanks, Tom thanks, Hanks. Tom. That was, like, a nice warm hug. Yeah. Right? And then, like, Kid Rock goes on there, and he's like, man, we just got to take care of each other and show kindness and empathy. <laughs> it's amazing how that instantly feels <laughs> like he's got to hate crime someone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, did you, did you or, see- or like, like he's really saying like, people just need to get off of my case in particular. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see the, uh, the kid rock recent music release? I did not see it, but you heard, have you heard about I it? Have, I did hear about that it. It was so bad that people thought it was a weird owl parody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you go so far down into your own, like, persona rabbit hole that you come out the other side as a parody of yourself i mean i <laughs> oh i would say that i don't think he considers it a parody no i he yeah. doesn't he has become parody because of how far he's gone yeah i guess i don't like i was particularly invested in the well-being <laughs> of kid rock and just being like man i really hope kid rock doesn't come out with some shitty opinions <laughs> i mean we already knew he had them yeah <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't a surprise. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I think another thing that happened this year is I reached my limit of like being surprised slash upset by people who have proven over and over 
that they're bad. <laughs> right? Like somebody would come out like Kid Rock comes out with music and it's like terrible. Yeah. Um I'm not saying musically it's terrible. It yeah. probably follows a lot of rules. Um but uh I'm not surprised and it's not upsetting. I already well, know he's kind of a trash bag. Yeah. Well not not to like uh <laughs> get into the weeds uh, get too into the weeds to this uh, before we even like reach our topic. But the the thing about like what we're experiencing now is that a lot of the personality traits that before were sort of like weird and cringy, but like ultimately harmless, have all of a sudden become very harmful. Oh yeah, like the, like when, when you meet the person who is like, I'm not gonna do anything that the government government says or anyone tells me to do, and I'm not gonna like, uh do anything that might make me uncomfortable in this, you know, to help yeah, other people. It's my freedom to be able to eat a McDonald's cheeseburger every single day. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, you're a dick and weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in, I guess in the grand scheme of things, you're not hurting, anyone. hurting anyone, but now they are, but now they are, <laughs> now they are. And that's what we're dealing with is, is they a complete, the, with all the talk of like uh, these people are pushing, like I want to return back to uh, the you know normalcy like, before this. Like it's it's not. You don't. You do not go back from this. Well, regardless of whether or not you could go back logistically to how yeah. things were working before, people have gone through a shared trauma. Yeah, and so everything is going well, to be different. You have a different perspective. I saw this um uh post, and I can't believe we're talking about now world wars. Um, about like World War uh, One, and about how like a lot of the problems that ended that problem, I mean, it's a problems with the World War, um, but a lot of like the big stuff that came out of it was uh, people just like not accepting that like industrialization had happened and a war was different. Yeah, and then World War Two came out of kind of the fact that like after World War One, there was this huge push back to pre World War One stuff, which yeah. was functionally impossible at that point mm -hmm. the the push to try to return to the old rules like well do you do you remember our good old theater history course in university <laughs> i don't think i took theater history oh you're right stop you assuming that i <laughs> i just assume everyone who's like wandering around the drama department took that course i mean the that, problem that we did a whole unit on that era yeah and that's where futurism comes out of is yeah. like the artists being like no, you dumbasses! Like this, if you keep doing this, this is the dystopia we're headed for. Fut um, am I confused? Is futurism the uh, was it the theater of the uncomfortable or something like that? It was within that scope. Okay, because I'm not a huge fan of the theater of the uncomfortable. No, it's it's not. Um, it's, it's here's the thing: it's not great to watch or interact <laughs> with, but it is poignant. It's just the thing. Uh. <laughs> When people wouldn't, it's just for people out there who haven't done a theater history degree, like not degree, but theater history course yeah. or involved in theater, or just like me, just went into film, but the film course didn't exactly have like a culture. Mm -hmm. So just hung out in drama because I knew everyone there. <laughs> yeah. And everyone thought I was just in a different year than them. <laughs> <laughs> All the. All the first yeah, years I assumed think, I was. I think there was like five of us that knew you were in film, and everyone else just assumed <laughs> I was. I, I mean, I was in a play, and I was in those weird drama courses, which were things like 
happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you did some uh, script writing for, did script writing. Yeah, for Nickel exactly. and Dime. Exactly, yeah. But that's just movies on stage. Uh, <laughs> now... What I was saying before that is theater is what I'm discussing. Theater comfortable. Then they do things where it's like put tacks in the seats of the audience. Yeah, they and... they would do things that like you would get sued for. Yeah. Um, in the modern era, not even yeah. today, just the modern era, they did things specifically to make people have an unenjoyable time because the performance and the art was supposed to be about shocking you out of a comfortable state yeah. of mind. But, but my opinion is that if you are a good enough artist, you can do that. Like if you are a good enough artist, you can shock someone out of that state of mind while they are sitting on yeah. the most plushiest couch. Yeah. You don't have to lock the doors and heat a room to 40 degrees Celsius for yeah. three hours. You don't need to do that. Yeah. And I don't think you should do that. No, no, this is not an endorsement. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. That is a, Okay, complete tangent now, but because when he said futurism, I it just reminded me of the fact like like I think especially theater has this weird thing of naming brands of theater in terms that I that they are... worked in the time, but they're not they're not once like you've passed the time that they're in, yeah, and you're looking back on it, you're like that makes no sense. Well, yeah, because like you know I write I'm involved in like books and stuff, and futurism is a very different yeah, very different thing like maybe there's some aesthetics that match between them though futurism tends to run in uh in like books and in literary a huge gambit between utopia and dystopia yeah futurism can be both yeah by the way uh speaking of uh futurism yeah i saw recently a short animated video mm-hmm. that someone was just like this is my vision for a new genre called solar punk and it was just like very wholesome, everything renewable energy and like yeah, uh, like modern yeah, and like high technology, yeah. like flying cars and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, punk. I was like, this is nice. Yeah, solar punk is a thing. And I didn't know about it before. <laughs> is that person trying to claim that this solar punk? No, no, no. Okay, I don't think just, so. They were just, just this like is solar this, punk. This is my vision of, of solar was, punk, and I was like, hadn't heard that before. It was new to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. God, there's a lot of punk. Um. Like. The, yeah. The. the Suffix. Yeah, yeah. Punk has been used for a lot of things. And some things have fallen away from what it's supposed to originally mean. Uh, like obviously, it comes... Cyberpunk was the first punk. Yeah. Uh, which I think can be summarized by my favorite uh, explanation, which is low lives, high tech. Yeah. Uh, and then... But I think it's been somewhat eclipsed in popularity by steampunk, at least like aesthetically. Yeah. Um, and the one course I did take... In uh in university was a steampunk course <laughs> on the subgenre of steampunk because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna take a lit course on steam. That was like me being like, yeah, I'm gonna take a film course in a week about sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we had the we had the instructor who was like, don't like movies, don't like science fiction. <laughs> cool. I was watching that one in Space Odyssey so I could fall asleep during the kaleidoscope scene. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, that's where you uh, crossed into this dimension. You'd never know because you were asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Going <laughs> back to talking ever. about last year, Kevin. Okay, I don't know if we ever finished any of the points that are going. We on didn't, there. but I think it's time to move on. <laughs> We've eventually got to get to our topic. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so going away from general last year. Yeah. What did you do last year? Like, what's what's a recap for you? What are, oh, what, are, what, are what are some of the you know on the highlight reels for you. The the problem is that I think even more than 2020, which had like 
honestly a delineated beginning. Like like for us in Canada, March thirteenth. I don't know if it was for you. For me, March thirteenth was the delineated beginning of the pandemic. Like you've been hearing about it for a couple months beforehand. Uh, when it started over in like Eurasia. And for me, it started in February because I travel. Yeah. So travel restrictions were always coming in. Yeah. Um, but uh, for me, who was just like worked at like and at, at a hospital. Yeah. Um, going through all those things, I remember it was specifically like March third, like like and even the week beforehand, like I think it was uh Wednesday. I don't. I think we talked about this last year when we did uh did the when we talked about our years last year. Um, I think it was maybe still shell shocked by it. Yeah. Um, but like. I remember it was coming through, and I remember talking to my girlfriend at the time, and just, and and me just being like, like because this was the time when, time when you're hearing was like uh, the entire thing was always wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Yeah, and, I, and uh, she was a very anxious person. Person is she's not dead. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's dead to you. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, uh. <laughs> uh, and she uh, and and I was trying to like like calm her, go down and be like, all you can do is. The things like you're saying, all the yeah. things you do is things you can do, like wash your hands, like do that and just be careful. If it do like you can't stop it if if it comes here. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. gonna happen. Um but like so we've been hearing that beforehand, and like I think on Wednesday of that week we got this word where it's just like, All right, everyone go home and we're like there are students, a, a hospital that's also a school. Yeah. There are exams on Friday. Mm-hmm. So just like there's this weird thing on Thursday where it's like, what's going on? Some people weren't there, some weren't. And then they came in on Friday, did the exams. And then I came, I remember coming in on Monday and it was like me and a couple other people. And we sort of spent most time talking, being like, should we go home? Should we go home? <laughs> Are we supposed to be here right now? Oh, should we go home? And eventually we got a message from our boss being like, go home. Yeah. Uh, and that was the shift. Mm-hmm. But 2021 didn't have that. It no. started in December. Or, no, it didn't. <laughs> it started oh in my God. January. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you can see what I mean by time. Um, is there, there's a reason why for this past year, my uh, catchphrase has been time. Yeah. Uh, with a shrug. Now, it started in January, just sort of like the way things were. And then in Alberta, we had the best summer ever, (laughs) (laughs) as we are legally obligated to call it. You'll notice that September is when I reached my limit for everything. (laughs) Like the end of summer, I was like, yep. But there was a time in the summer where, like, things were low, and there was this... um, it was before I think we got we reached the uh, the feeling of I'm done and we reached the feeling of I'm settled. Yeah. Where like I I remember me and my sister went to a patio because patios were open. Yeah, and, and we could, every people were getting double vaxxed. Um yeah, yeah. And yeah. we could sit outside mm-hmm. and we could sit on the patio, um, and we could have like like wings and we like like people were like very far apart, but like there was this sense of this is a form of normalcy. Yeah, we can do things. Yeah. And then the best summer ever happened <laughs> <laughs> where people got a little too comfortable. Mm. People started spitting in each other's mouths, as no. far as I could tell. <laughs> uh, I think people were too comfortable straight from the beginning. Um, uh, and 
So like, it's like even just trying to think of last January is both. It seems so, very distant. Yeah, it seems very very distant. And I I always like the thing where I say both. Oh, it's both quick and slow. This was just slow. This mm-hmm. year has been infinite, and I think it's because it rolls in so much from yeah 2020. Like if we're talking about eras, it's so a continuation. When, yeah. So when I think of like what what did I do this year? Uh, I mean, I lost my job, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which was probably the biggest moment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I worked from home like a lot of the. I went back into the office. Uh, technically full time. That was very weird. Um, because I had a my my boss is the greatest boss in the world, and he was like, I want people in the office, but also like I've been working from home, so it's like like it's very. I wasn't sure like how much. I need to be in the office. I want to be in the office versus they want me to be in the office versus I should be in the office. <laughs> um, and I, uh, but I think I went back in like October mm-hmm. um, and my job was way up in the air that entire time. Like I knew that my contract uh, would expire on November 11th, my birthday. Happy birthday, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so on October 11th, I remember just being like to my boss, Hey, so do we need to talk about something? His only answer was, I don't know yet. I promise. I'm like, good. I just want to yeah, know if in. I need to look for a job. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, just, you know, um, and then it was, I think it was two weeks before, uh, the end of the contract, but he was like, not gonna, not gonna renew it. Do look for work. Take off as much time as you need to look for work. Do it during the hours. Here's the one thing I need you to finish these next two weeks. Yeah. Apparently, he wasn't even, like, obligated to actually tell me that I had two No, they weeks. just don't re-up the contract. Yeah, because because I was on contract. Yeah. Which meant they could just be, like, on the last day. And he's, but he was like, that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> like, thank you. Thank you for the warning. <laughs> yeah. And I think he, he also was like, also, just. If you want to, you can end on this day instead. Yeah. Instead of ending on my birthday, (laughs) (laughs) where we went to the keg (laughs) for my birthday, which is where I went to celebrate (laughs) getting the job two years earlier. Uh, Did you you, you know what I was doing on your birthday, Kevin? What? I was stuck in... Uh, Vernon, BC. Oh no! In the middle of my business trip, one of the towns named after an old person. <laughs> yeah, and and I was sitting in a hotel bar because everything else was closed because it's yeah. Remembrance Day in a small town. Yeah, um, and my hotel wouldn't let me book in, so I spent half of that day in that bar, um, <laughs> having the only vegetarian meal they had, which was a cream of potato soup sweet <laughs> and sweet bro- sweet a broth of starch a broth of starch and then the other uh uh quarter of that day when they wouldn't let me check into the room and the bar was like you need to leave um i spent <laughs> you've eaten so much cream of potato soup <laughs> we're worried about you <laughs> You're starting to go eyes all over your body um i sat in my car in their parking lot until they would let me uh check in to uh the hotel that, that's what i was doing so just good looking, day for both of us look at them forlornly <laughs> um <laughs> it was the weirdest experience ever to be like man so i went to this same a place like it was the same restaurant yeah. uh two years ago to celebrate having a job mm-hmm. and it was 2019 mm-hmm. and it was just the keg and here we are now two years later and like 
it's all people wear everyone's wearing masks and uh, you know they're all separate. Yeah, one of one of those things that shows you just how different things are. Yeah, I don't have a job anymore. The one thing I will say, like going to restaurants during a pandemic, is always a very weird thing because you see how they change. The one thing about like I think keg and especially steakhouse style wet restaurants is they always are set up for like people not to sit close together. Yeah, like I think it's because they're a form of fine dining. Mm-hmm. Uh. So it's not like, let's cram as many tables here as possible. It's like, I make an atmosphere. So, like, you're actually fairly distant from the other people. Yeah. Just you're all breathing in the same Honestly, air. I think plexiglass between booths is an improvement. Now I don't have to hear what they're talking about. <laughs> no, I can just look, at, look through the plexiglass and breathe on it. <sighs> hey, <laughs> house. The salad. Anything else uh, you want to say about your year, Kevin, before we move on to my year? I mean, I can't remember at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. I'll just move on. (laughs) I watched no movies, I think. No new movies. I watched a lot of TV shows. Mm. I mean, uh, streaming has sort of been like the thing now. And I have complicated feelings on the amount of streaming services and uh, things like that. I don't have Disney Plus because the mouse can suck it. (laughs) Uh, so but uh, you know shadow and bone the witcher uh locking key (laughs) i could never get into locking i didn't either but Um, you were saying things that were like one thing and another thing so (laughs) yeah i think it's good um i could never get into it i do want to go back and watch it but um though i did go see uh spider-man no way home in theaters yesterday uh that's one of the movies that I would like to see in theaters. Don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, because there were yeah because yeah, yeah. a lot of things just changed. But yeah, um, if you go during the day, it's very safe because you're the only, only person in the theater. Yeah, and you go to like the uh, VIP theater, the eighteen plus ones, and there are no kids. <laughs> yeah, if seeing like a Spider Man movie in the eighteen plus theater is fantastic, uh, because all the other theaters are packed. Yeah, packed full of people because I don't know what it is about Spider Man specifically. Kids love Spider Man. Kids love Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, kids also love Tom Holland. I'm gonna here's what <laughs> Tom Holland, good with the kids, a fan favorite for children. Now, I, I, I'm not gonna spoil anything for No Way Home. I'm not sure a child's gonna get a lot out of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you bring your 12 year old to No Way Home, they're gonna be like, yeah. This is the movie for me. Yeah, they're going to be like, why does that man say that he knows that man, but he's not the man? Um, These feel like references to (laughs) something I wasn't alive for. Tommy McGuire walks by. Um, (laughs) Okay. How was your last year? Then we'll get to our topic. Well, uh, I think a thing that sort of anchored me this year is I'm still planning for my wedding. That is true. So I'm still meeting with you people. Have, you have a future. I'm still doing stuff for that. So that's yeah. sort of how I delineated time this year. It was Helps. like the first quarter of the year is like, okay, everything's terrible. Like numbers are super high. Everything's super stressful. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. I can't go even record with Kevin in person. Yeah. Right. Um, and then like we reached that quarter point and it was like, okay, wedding stuff. We're just going to do wedding stuff. Plan basically the whole wedding in a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then summer came and it was the best summer best ever. summer ever best summer ever yep. reached my limit there were elections yeah uh by the time all that was done i was both disappointed and hopeful yeah um 
And yeah, what a roller coaster. What a roller coaster. We're not going to talk about municipal. Um, that's also when I decided that I was going to quit my job at the end of the year. All right. Which I don't think I've said on the podcast before, but I'm also not going to have a job in Perfect. the new year. Uh, <laughs> so, Kevin, you've got time. I've got time. We can't go anywhere. <laughs> um, but here's the thing that happened to me. <laughs> Sorry. That's also what you say to a fellow prisoner. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just sit in a jail cell. You can't go anywhere. I can't go go anywhere. You killed a guy. I ate a rabbit's face. Yeah. Here's here's the thing, and this is wild, Kevin, because yeah. I'm going to say this because this this happened this year, I think. Yeah. This year, I have slowly shed stresses that I've had for an immense amount of time. Perfect. I sold my condo. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> that yeah. happened. Yeah, because, I mean, you had a house yeah, <laughs> for yeah. a while. Yep. So I before sold, the pandemic. Sold my, sold my condo. Didn't have to deal with that yeah. anymore. Finished like, planning the you're wedding. telling me Didn't I could have squatted in a vacant condo <laughs> this entire time, and you didn't have to know? I mean, people were living there. I was renting it out. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah. I guess it's what people do. And then, like, the elections ended, and that stress was gone. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I have an end date for my job. That stress is gone. Um, and then it came this month, last week, I finished the last scheduled thing I had to do for my job. <laughs> I'm still, like, working. Yeah. But now it's just, like, responding to emails and calls yeah. until I'm yeah. done. Um, everybody knows I'm leaving, so I'm not keeping it a secret anymore. Yeah. Um, and the next day I woke up, I was like, I feel great. Why? Cause I have nothing. Well, I think the thing is, is that I didn't realize this, but mm. I was feeling the stress of tomorrow today. I'll, I'll tell all the time, <laughs> man, what a. Terrible tagline for a <laughs> atrocious business. Yeah. Um, yeah. Feel the stress of tomorrow. Today. today. Uh, <laughs> I, as somebody who has lost many jobs, yeah. uh, not all of them under my own uh, volition, uh, but has many bouts of unemployment, there is something more serene than the first week of knowing <laughs> that you don't have a job. Yeah. It will give way. Yeah, I know. I know. But, 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 in, but this moment... In this moment, there is a purity, <laughs> a solace yeah. in the fact that you're like, who cares what the sun goes down? Yeah, I could do. You, I could do whatever you do I want. Have a disadvantage of being in a very loving relationship with another person who lives you lives with you. <laughs> no, they live me. They live you. Um, I have two people who live with me, but I would call it a loving relationship. I would call it a confusing relationship where they'll never know when I'm awake. <laughs> I think also I've given I've extended like the one week yep. because I'm still technically working until the 31st. I mean th that is that is also what I kind of had for like like for that for the last week of the of well, not for okay. So when I learned I was losing the job, I had like a weekend where I'm like, okay, <laughs> my job's offload a lot of my responsibilities. Yeah. I will have to look for work, but I got a weekend. Yeah. So I had a weekend where I didn't have to think about anything. Yeah. Then I try to find work. Yeah. <laughs> uh and then move on from there. Yeah, then yeah. life becomes a thing. Um, so I, 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 I feel like I'm going to be in this zone yeah. until the new year. Because even if I wanted to look for work, Kevin, it's, who's hiring right now? Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this, the, this episode will come out in the new year. Yeah. By now, 
you'll probably still not be stressed. Nah. Yeah. I'll probably be fine. You'll be fine. You got at least until, you know, when are they going to start hiring people? January 10th? Maybe. Yeah. 15th? That's my dad's birthday, so probably. <laughs> That's why, why wouldn't they start doing it then? Yeah. I do think it does help, like, having something to look forward to to help delineate time in a time like this. Yeah. This is why, like, my November is so clear, uh, not just because that was, like, I that job loss mm-hmm. halfway through, mm-hmm. but, like, I did uh, NaNoWriMo that, that yeah. month, which meant I had, like, an end goal. I didn't hit it. But, but you like, had it. But I had it, and I knew that, like, well, I just, you know, write a little bit every single day, and then at the end, I'll have something there would be, you know, yeah. there. And so I did that. I was pretty consistent. Um, I lost some time because, you know, I lost a desk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. For a period of time. Yeah. Uh, the phantom desk. Where, like, and what I learned is that, well, I I could write elsewhere, there's so much of writing that's like being in a comfortable space. Yeah. Even just like, but not too comfortable, I guess. You know what I actually found was one of the best places ever that I will never be able to do again? I'll, I will I have one as well. You go first. I liked to take a notebook yeah. to the mall yeah. and just sit on one of the things in the mall and make like notes and do like outlines and stuff. Uh. And like, it was so good because it's the perfect amount of white noise yeah and also you can like look up and be like that's a fucking weird person and go back to it <laughs> um i don't like doing things by hand uh the bet the the most writing i ever got done was when i was filming a short film in india and our uh, host took us on a trip to like a beach resort <laughs> and there and i just sat in a hammock and wrote for Quite a while. You can get a hammock down here. Yeah, but you can't be like at an on an Indian beach where no one will <laughs> disrupt <laughs> you at all. There was not a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. It's because for us going in, we went in during uh like the off season. Yeah, we went in during our winter. Yeah. Um, which you think they would have a lot of like tourists there, but like I guess whatever the they took us, like did it? Uh, I mean, India is pretty huge. Yeah, it is. It is large. Yes, there's a lot of people there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think having things to look forward to is important. Uh, uh, there's a video game releasing on February 25th. That is essentially the thing I'm saying a lie for. Yeah, uh, Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been. Um... I just, I just, Jeremy, I just got to keep alive until February 25th. Yeah, sure. Then fair. I find the next. Thing. Great. Yeah. yeah perfect. Yeah. Yeah, um, healthy. <laughs> for me, looking forward, I'm like at a place where I finally get to decide what I do for work again. Yeah, and so I'm like, maybe I'll be a professional MC, just like an event host. Yeah. I've got all the skills for that. Yeah, you don't even have to ask people; you just show up, show up, host their event. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'll start, I'll, I'll start a small business there. I've yeah. got mic technique; I can be charismatic if yeah. I need to. I speak clearly. Hello, 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 hello. Um. <laughs> So I'm like, maybe I'll do that. And then another part of me is like, oh, you know what? You could go work for a nonprofit. You've got like fundraising experience essentially with sales. You're good organizationally. You know, maybe you can get in an arts organization and bring it back to your theater degree. That'd be fun. And then like there's this other part of my brain, Kevin, that like wants me to be a different type of person. But like (laughs) what what if 
I become an investor. No. Here's 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 where my brain we went. went down to Wall Street. My brain went like this. I was looking at shoes for my wedding outfit. Yeah. When did I become a shoe? <laughs> and I was like, I should learn how to make shoes. Looked up, <laughs> actually like had that thought, looked up like, is there a trade school for like becoming a cobbler? Yeah. There is in Ontario. Okay. And that's it in Canada. Yeah. There's two in Ontario. The longest program they have, two weeks. Guess how much it costs? Uh, $350. $5,000. Fuck! <laughs> well, it's because that's one of those um artistry-like style, old style. Yeah, yeah, like, about $5,000 for two weeks of learning? Two weeks. Yeah? No, I'm not into it. I mean, yeah. No, no. I, I know. I, I'm, I'm saying that, like, I guess that's why they could go that high. Yeah. Um, It's the same thing, I think, where it's like, you know, you you learn the the true visual way that they do. I don't know. Well, I don't think actually blacksmithing is probably that. <laughs> no, it's not. So so here's my plan. There Kevin. there is there is some weird reference there into the fact that it's like, well, that's why we you know that's why there's all those sweatshops over in um, yeah, yeah. in Asian countries because we we charge people five thousand dollars to make their to learn how to make their own shoes. Big shoes got to have something to do with this, right? Yeah, big shoes got to have something to do with it. <laughs> Paying and, them off. Anyways, my plan is now this. I'm okay. going to go to different shoe repair places in Calgary and yeah. ask if I can apprentice. It's a trade. It is a trade. I'm just going to be like, hey, can I apprentice with you? And they're going to be like, who are what? you? This is going to be like some 90,000-year-old person. <laughs> <laughs> I've been making shoes <laughs> since 19... Not, it's no. been 60 years, and never once have I been asked to take on an apprentice. <laughs> the curse has been lifted. <laughs> now you are the cobbler. I'm like, awesome, great. Now I am the thief. Uh, please don't steal these shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reference to a movie. Is, and a, a really good movie. Yes. It's... Um, <laughs> it's Kind of like Aladdin, except it's not at all. So probably did this have someone pitched the thief and the cobbler to me? Oh, really? They're they're like it's kind of like Aladdin, and I'm like, yeah, in mm-hmm. very vague ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fact that like yeah, you can sort of pick up some sort of setting aspects. In fact, that like cross there's a over. thief, and I think maybe it's like Arabic. <laughs> yeah, it's like sort of like setting wise, you can pick up some Arabic influences, <laughs> like. What, what movie did you squint at? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, in the future, Kevin, I might be a nonprofit cobbler MC. Cool. <laughs> I mean, y'all got to do them side hustles. That'll be my uh, MC name, by the way, nonprofit cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> MC nonprofit cobbler is too good. <laughs> <laughs> MC nonprofit cobbler, and at the end of every show, I'm gonna throw a fruit cobbler into the audience <laughs> in a Pyrex tray, not like a tin tray, full Pyrex. That means you're also MC NPC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's so much to it. MC NPC is also very good, but only if it means nonprofit, non-profit cobbler. cobbler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make assumptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I okay. When I was not when I was when I uh, I do a lot of when writing. I was Seventeen. What? I seven some years very old. Good beer. Uh, <laughs> when so I do I write a lot of uh, books that involve um like fan fiction, detectives and and like investigators oh, yeah. and things like that. There's a lot of things like that. Um, so I had considered because there's grants. 
uh, out there to uh, essentially do like research and they'll sort of fund doing research and yeah. things like that. I consider like I should uh, find a like because there are investigator courses. And I should see if I could like get a um. Oh, are you like saying you're going to become a private investigator no, who I, also writes private investigator <laughs> stories? That is a lot, and I think usually happens the other direction. <laughs> yeah, there's a police officer who writes police officer stories. Yeah, yeah. why not? Write what you know. Yeah, um, but I'm like, like, I'm like, that would be actually be a good way to. I was actually do that. That would be a good way to get to learn kind of the process. Yeah. You know, I already know that fictional investigation is miles and miles away from real life investigation. Yeah, you, most investigation is sitting in a car watching somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most investigation is sitting in the car watching for someone to either have sex with someone they shouldn't be having sex with or to do something their body should not be able to do. <laughs> <laughs> the two most in- private investigations are yeah. broken hearts things yeah. and uh, uh, insurance fraud. Yeah, insurance fraud. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I was like, it might be helpful to like, get an idea of what is a real, yeah. What's the process? What is the real life thing there? Um, and also like a lot of the laws they have to deal with and a lot of those things that mm-hmm. you only get from like going to, yeah. What are the obstructions to their job? Yeah. Cause my thing is like, uh, yes, I'm aware that in fiction, the very different, but I also have this idea that that's. Granted, it's a little different when it's like a TV show that's serialized. But the idea is when you're reading like a book with a private investigator, that one case is a really, really weird case. Yeah, it's a strange case. I mean, even when you look at um Chinatown, Chinatown uh begins with him investigating a like, hey, I think my husband's cheating on me. Please find evidence. Mm-hmm. And then it changes into other things. Yeah, yeah. Like well, that's that's the the whole thing with um, Dashiell, right? Yeah, his whole thing is like it seemed like a normal sort of case. Yeah, but I had a bad feeling about it from the beginning, and it's because of all this <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> we're not talking about like a Perot thing, whereas like people keep dying. That's why at the beginning of a lot of like when someone is representing like the trope, yeah, a lot is is like um, no love potions, no. Like, I'm not checking to see if somebody's cheating. I'm done with that stuff. Yeah. This is my retainer. I'll investigate something that's not any of those things. Yeah, because you get someone else to do it. Yeah. Uh, but I looked up the course, uh, and I was like, all right, oh, this. I think it was like a six-week course, $1,000. That's not bad. I know. That's, I'm like, wow, that's, yeah. that is a lot more affordable than I thought it would yeah, be. You want to know how expensive it is to become an insurance agent, a registered <laughs> insurance agent, Kevin? No, I know. That's weird. I don't think it's a registration that it like, like, I mean, like, that's yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Courses. Yeah. Yeah. A registered insurance agent. Kevin? How much? $270. <laughs> uh, I think I knew that. Cause I think that might be what my roommate does. No, she's not. Well, she works for an insurance company. I don't know specifically yeah. what her job does. Yeah. Cause $270. Why, take a couple why? courses, take a couple tests. Yeah. Prove it. I yeah. know insurance. Cause why would I listen to what, what she has to say? Not like she listens to this podcast and will, Definitely tell me after this is done. Yeah. Yeah. Tell tell him. I'm going to get a text. Get him. Get a text from her in a week. Get him. Get him good. Get him. Explain to him your job. Yeah. Explain to him your Connect job. Connect with the person you live with. And yeah. Make sure it's in a scolding tone. She asked me if I, uh, like, if you want to, I can, I can maybe get your job at my work. I'm like, I don't want to talk to people in that way. Yeah. There's one thing where, like, I don't like, like, I can, t- I, sometimes you look at a job and you just have to be aware that job will be miserable for me. 
Yeah. And I am not quite at that level where it's like, guest beggars can't be choosers. I have a little bit of time where I can be a chooser. Yeah. Um, but like, just th- thinking about that job where it's like, not only do you have to interact with people, you have to, in- it's an insurance, like, like it's car yeah. insurance. You have to interact with people on probably one of the worst days they've been having in a long time. Yep. And even people that might be good people normally, that's not a fun time to talk to someone. Yeah, they, they're having a bad day. Yeah, not every conversation needs to be fun, but like I know myself and I know how little I like interacting with people in general. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how would I do that? You know what I was doing? My plan was? What? I was like, okay. And this is why I broke the record at the company that hired me. Okay. They were like, okay, so you just have to take this course. Usually it takes people two months yeah. to do and go through everything. And, you know, once you do, you'll come and you'll get trained as an agent. And then, you know, we can decide sort of where you want to go from there. Yeah. And I was like, is a train, like, they were like, we currently have a spot open for a person who trains other insurance agents. Mm. And I was like, bingo. I don't have to talk to the people who are actually dealing with the insurance stuff. I'm just teaching <laughs> other people how to deal with that. That's perfect for me. Um, like, I don't have to call people. I, yeah. All I do is just teach other yeah. people. So I finished the course in a week and a half. Yeah. Ten days. Nearly went insane. I do not <laughs> do not recommend that. I basically memorized the information as I would a script. Yeah. And then I uh, got like 87% on the test or something like that. Yeah. And I showed up a week and a half later with my certificate to the person who had hired me. And they were like, holy shit. Let me teach. (laughs) They were like, holy shit. Okay. You still have to do the training. I finished that training, Kevin, in three days, (laughs) three days is supposed to be two weeks. Yeah. And then, um, I was going to start training somebody the next five days. And then my dad called me and was like, I need your help. And I was like, sorry, I got to go by. (laughs) That is the, the amount of effort I put into trying to get, in the trainer position and just throwing it all away in like two hours is something that baffles me now. I like the idea that they're like, Oh man, this guy, he's too strong. He's like, we're going to have to, we're going to have to put weighted insurance (laughs) papers on him. (laughs) When he, when he, when he takes off those, when he takes off those weighted suits. (laughs) Oh, you better believe he can adjust insurance. He's getting, he's getting serious now. Uh, (laughs) You just see someone like undo a tie and drop it to the ground and it just sets off shockwaves. That's also what I found. I, there, there is a type of person that actively disgusts me because yeah. there was a member in that insurance company and his goal was to make enough money that he could buy a new pair of silk socks every day and just throw them away at the end of the day. And I was like, <laughs> ugh, hot. <laughs> so. Sometimes people just say one thing, and you're just like, "Oh man, you're you're, you're a bad person. You're trash." <laughs> yeah, there is. Sometimes people say something like, "There is nothing I can say to you that I think could ever change your mind." Yeah, you are just you have you are rotten from somewhere deep inside. At some point there- in your life, you're going to experience a crisis, <laughs> and it's going to be the best thing that happened to everyone <laughs> around you. Now, I don't think. Anyone who listens to our podcast would do that. But I think there's somebody out there who would hear us talking like this and just be like, no, he's fine. What's wrong with that? He's a man who believes in the ones he wants. And if and if he can buy a silk sock every day and throw and throw them out, it is his God given <laughs> right to. Uh. <laughs> he's not hurting anyone. 
Not in not directly. I mean, he's he's doing. He's harm. definitely wasting. Yeah, he's doing everything. Harm. He's do. He's. I think we need to start t- like telling people like when you are exorbitantly wasteful. Yeah. When when I the, it's it's harmful. I think also just like if I met someone and I knew they built they bought a new pair of, obviously buying but they wear a new pair of silk socks every day and throw them out. I'm like that man has bodies in his basement. <laughs> like, it's not that what you're doing there is inherently bad, but it is a flag for all the other messed up things you are definitely willing to Honestly, do. Honestly, if I knew somebody was doing that, I'd be like, hey, let's have a house party, and then I would go through their trash and pick up silk socks. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, yes, if I actually did know someone like that, I would just go to their house, like, right before garbage day every day yeah. and take those silk socks out. Because I promise you the other things in that garbage can probably aren't that bad if they're that kind of person. Yeah, yeah, they're throwing out tons of useful stuff. <laughs> and then you create mystery boxes on Etsy and sell them to people for way cheaper than what the products are worth. What I would do, actually, <laughs> is I would take those socks, I would wash them, I'd sell them back to him. <laughs> I, I, I would be his silk sock guy. I'd be like, look, man, I can you get you. That, that, would be, that would be the Lord's work, Kevin. You'd be stopping him from wasting. Yeah, no, he's like, I don't want to sell them to other people, because, like <laughs> anything other to other people, because like that's also kind. Of, like, I guess it's not taking advantage of other people, but like it feels weird to be like, here's the garbage I took. But at the it's it feels, yeah, you washed it. It's true. Um, it it skirts a little bit close to the people who were just like, oh man, this is trash. Better bring it to like the Goodwill or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, no, don't send your trash to the thrift store. Send the usable things that you're not using. Yeah. Uh, but if I can turn it back on him and create a constant <laughs> cycle. Cycle. Yeah. He's like, I noticed you only have the same pattern socks that I already buy. Like, they just haven't come out with any new. I just, I, like, I, I was looking I, online I gotcha, and man. this brand has. <laughs> I gotcha, man. I got you. Um, <laughs> now, obviously, it wouldn't be a perfect cycle. Eventually, socks do wear through. <laughs> yeah. <and we're laughs> but you can give it up for a while. And maybe you'll occasionally have to actually buy new socks. <laughs> But I like to think that that, that yeah, is, yeah. that's entrepreneurial spirit right that, there. That is the perfect response. I think <laughs> there's no better response than that, Kevin. Congratulations. You did it. You won. Yay. <laughs> and I could do this if I was a private investigator. <laughs> you could. I could find the people and doing this stuff. I bet private investigators go through people's trash all the time. All the time. Yeah. They're... <laughs> Not to go back to that, but when I learned it was a thousand dollars, I was also just like, "Could I just do that?" Like, no, no, I would lose my mind. Right? There's no way. No, that's you, a thing. I don't think you would. <laughs> I don't. Know, maybe. I think you'd be fine. I. I don't uh, think you'd enjoy it. Well, no, but, definitely not. Yeah. Um. The. Uh. There was a time. Uh. This is a funny story. When. Um. God, what was it? It's like I would just graduated out of. Uh, university so it's probably like 2014 2013 um and a message was just sent out to uh the 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 film students mm-hmm. not from uh university not from university but this is when i went to state? actual like state film school yeah this was just sent out to like uh just like a, like a blast like film students it must have been right after i graduated just to throw back to that year did you know like several people asked me if you dropped out <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah right because <laughs> i would have because I would have stuck going to yeah, UC, yeah. but I never would have went to the graduation. Yeah, yeah. 
Because <laughs> I would I would have went later. The, I wasn't even in university anymore. They found me and asked me if you dropped out. <laughs> Wouldn't it be easier just to find you and ask you? No, I dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know where I was. If there, okay, I will finish my other story a, a quick eventually. But I do want to mention the more that like I get into uh, hearing about the time, it sounds like a like. I feel like my times at like high school and university were kind of boring. Like they weren't like the best times of my life. I think a lot of people had. Yeah. Um, but the more I hear back from it, it tells me that people would talk about me a lot, like around, but never talk to me a lot. <laughs> like, I always felt like, well, I'm not really part of this crowd of just that. And then, yeah, you'd come in and talk to me most of the time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um we 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 got Magic the Gathering band. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I think yeah. Rod got Magic the Gathering band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's very loud. Yeah, very loud. He's a very loud man. Uh <laughs> and I, so this is like twenty thirteen. I got an email that said job. It's like, hey, uh this crew is filming a commercial at uh Ranchman's, which was was is maybe No, it's gone now. Gone is was was a bar uh in our town. Now they were filming a uh, commercial, and they were filming at night, and they were going to film in the morning, but they needed someone there to essentially just watch the gear. This was 2.30 p.m. on the day they needed someone there to spend the entire night mm-hmm. from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah, to watch the gear. To watch the gear. And I looked at the th- clock that said 2.30 and went, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> this job didn't involve meeting anyone there that night either. The job was to arrive there at 8 p.m. At Did you just like send a picture of the building so that they knew you were there? No. They just <laughs> met me in the morning. Okay. <laughs> but I went there that night and sat outside Ranchman's from 8 p.m. And it was, Ranchman's was open. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they couldn't shoot at night. They had to shoot during yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was just so I was in my car sitting outside ranchments. There was their like equipment truck, and I would just watch people leave <laughs> ranchments. Stay away from that truck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure and, everybody just ignored it. Yeah, no, no one went anywhere near it. Yeah, um, but I would watch people leave, and they would go to the McDonald's across the street. Well, not across the street. Yeah, that across McDonald's. The, yeah, we know that. We McDonald's. know that McDonald's. <laughs> um, across the uh, did you, or did the you divider get from that McDonald's? Um, was it correct? <laughs> did I get food from that McDonald's? I I don't believe I did. I know that, like, I literally, <laughs> literally, I just sat there. Yeah. I, wa- I, I watched. So maybe I can be a uh, stalker. I mean, the <laughs> private, private investigator. investigator. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. I almost messed that one up immediately. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> We should get to our topic, but I think let's take a very quick hope for next year. We got, yeah. you know, I think five minutes is enough time to do our topic. So let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Um, hope for next year. Um, my hope for next year is simply that the things I've planned don't completely implode. Yeah. Like my wedding. I hope my wedding goes off yeah. yep. nicely. Um, we've booked a honeymoon trip. I hope that we are able to go <laughs> on it. Yeah. Um, looking at you, Omnicron. Yeah, looking at you. Yes, you, kid. Um, but um, mostly my hope is just not that we reach normalcy. My my hope is that we reach a point where 
the responsibility stops being put on individuals. Um, an equilibrium. Yeah, we reach an equilibrium in things. Um, you know, and uh, I I think everybody should take like a D6 <laughs> and roll that out and like one or two, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, split up the odds that way and just guess which job I'm going to end up at. <laughs> um, I, I hope I get to do something uh, that I, I can either pick up a skill or, uh, you know, do work that's not just for money. Um, and I hope, I, I hope I can, uh, fill my life with more joy and more people. It took me just a second too long to realize you said D six yeah. and not V six. And in that second, <laughs> I thought you were talking about a six volt battery. And I'm like, when I went to get a six volt battery, stick it to their tongue. <laughs> I want them to feel the drive. That's what we're going into 2022 with. Everybody. Electricity is a drug. Yeah. And you should take it. Um, <laughs> so Tesla knew. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really my hope. Cool. That's just my I, I hope the first quarter of the year goes through fairly smoothly. <laughs> and then after that I just hope I get to do something that brings joy. Just one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Kevin? Um, I hope that Elden Ring releasing February twenty fifth is real fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't know, I think uh, like I mean, obviously I hope I get a job that uh I enjoy. Uh, or, or I hope that the, uh, all the other stuff I do, this, the streaming and the writing and all that stuff, maybe on like the, the freelance writing, I do the, um, the ghost writing stuff. Maybe yeah. that reaches a point that it can be sustainable. A, yeah. Yeah. You really don't want to go from zero to sustainable and that kind of work. Usually that's the kind of work you're doing something else. And then you're yeah. able to quit your job, do it full time. Yeah. Zero, zero to sustainable is tough yeah uh <laughs> but yeah uh i think mostly just trying to trying to do that and of course hoping that elden ring which releases <laughs> february 25th yeah is a fun game <laughs> you anything on the horizon behind behind elden ring <laughs> Any, anything kevin what episode are we on? Are we reaching our 300 episode next oh, year? Oh, boy. We're about 50 away from that. Uh, no, so not next year. <laughs> not at our current pace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, nothing beyond that. I think just uh, just the topic. So I guess we'll uh, I guess we'll get into things. So um, <clears throat> I guess. Uh, if you if you want to hear what the topic is, you should get at us. We're, yeah, we're on, out of time on our recording, so we'll just talk about it online. Yeah, we'll talk about it online through our socials. Yep, yep. Uh, you can uh, you can get either me. I'm at Ke- yeah. I'm at Mighty Fuse. I'm at Shawman K. Weir. I'm Kevin. I'm Jeremy. And you really scared me when you said what's be what's beyond Elden Ring. I'm like, what? And you can get us both at Third Space Cast be playing Elden Ring <laughs> forever forever <laughs> it's open world there's talking pots um, if you'd like to talk to Kevin about Elden Ring you can email us thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com <laughs> uh, you can check out our website thirdspacepodcast.com was that said yeah 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 okay cool uh, you can check out my website where I have books and if you buy those books maybe that'll be sustainable uh <laughs> It's at kevinweirdbooks.com. Help Kevin see beyond Elden Ring and buy his books. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and our theme song, song is Balrog Boogie, Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on the third space when Kevin and I look. I just think we could probably choose a better time to go to. Ah, oh, damn it! We just landed at the end of the episode. You're right. There I am doing the ending. Yeah. Why aren't I doing the ending? Where am I? All right. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place.